Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, if you missed Ralph Vacchiano on Grant and Danny, covers the NFCs for Fox Sports. I'm going to play a couple of the clips from him in just a moment. He thinks the commanders should consider trading Sam Howell. In fact, thinks that they will. Also said he thinks they should get a <clears throat> could get a third-round pick for him. Real quickly, I just want to update everyone. The plan's already falling apart. <laughs> and that's because as soon as we went to break, Danny... Started saying back a little bit. Immediately, I was like, all right, so can we test this tonight? Let's just see. You're watching TV. I'll log into your you know, TV uh, login. And he's like, I, I don't know the password. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, maybe you could ask your wife. She holds the password. And he's like, uh, maybe, but that could be complicated. And I was like, oh, okay. So just one thing he's like, I'm like, all right, well, ask her. And he's like, she's out of town. And I'm like, okay, well, when did she get back into town? He's like, oh, she doesn't like me to bring up stuff about cable. And I'm like, okay, well. You're if, exaggerating, but the, the, the but big take. this is the bit you're doing. Right. Well, the so big take. Yeah, go ahead. So, so then a couple more of these where I'm just like, so what we'll do is you'll watch TV. We'll make sure that your TV isn't bothered by me logging in. He's like, oh, what, what, what happens if I'm not home tonight? I, I might be home till 2 in the morning. Ah. So it's, it's very clear he wants nothing to do with this. But I just keep kind of casually pushing through, you know, whatever. And then Danny at one point, a couple minutes later, just kind of, we're talking about something else. And he just summons the courage and go, from the corner of the room goes, I'm not really excited about you using my cable. And there it was. Whatever that is, guy, mm-hmm. you lead the league in it. Whatever that is, I got it. <laughs> I have no interest in this plan. So right, but are here's you, why? Will you acknowledge that the like give a friend a shirt off your back thing is just not what you like to do? Wrong. The the HBO Max situation, you shot me down like so I don't have uh, it. I, I was a, an American and you were a red coat in 1763. 
I mean, like, what are we doing here? Uh, there are moments of where I'm more than happy to be beyond generous, I feel like. When it comes to a login that I know is going to be a cluster and someone gives me, no, it's just fine. You'll just, just it's never just fine. You, what you're basically going, you're basically saying is, hey, man, do this really, really annoying thing and go through a lot of rigmarole and red tape to try to get it fixed just so I can see something. I'm not going to, I don't want to do that at all. Okay. I'm try, when I try to explain it, everyone goes, ah, and they laugh at me or make fun of me. We have a, a second television or a little rec room, exercise room, playroom for the kids. When I try to log in there to watch a television program, because on the rare occasion my kids are watching it on our normal TV, everything breaks. We can't log into either. The cable gets shut down. It's phone calls to the cable company. I hate the cable company so much. I hate everything about cable. It doesn't even work in my own house. And you're like, why don't I claim your login credentials? And I'm sure you'll just unwind it fine. I don't want to do that. In the event that you knew your name and password well, that it could be fairly seamless, would you do that? No. What I would do is, right. you know, I'll, I'll get you another Christmas gift next year, try to be thoughtful on that. I, right. I'll, 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 you'd, give, I'll be, you'd give very good Christmas I will be, gifts. I will be generous when when appropriate. I, I'm, <laughs> when appropriate. <laughs> this is not that time. I, so I'm not suggesting yeah. you're not a nice person. Mm-hmm. Seems like you're taking a little Well, issue. you just said you're, you're not generous at all. I didn't, I didn't say that. I think that was the exact I, phrase you used. In this category, like, there, there are two types of people in the world. Okay. Okay. A person you would call up and say, hey, man, I'm at work. I can't log into this computer to print something. Can you give me your login really quick? I am the guy who goes, yeah, it's G.H. Paulson, and then my password is this. Danny's the guy who has to give you a a bunch of reasons why today he doesn't remember his login and he doesn't want you to use it. Fair or not? Yeah, that's fair. And it's because... I just wish you weren't that guy in these situations. I got you. It's because I... And in this case... This happens to be true. I, my wife took it away from me. I I hate the I hate cable so much. I I want it gone. I'm on a constant rampage with like a, a big old uh, swashbuckling sword, just slashing expenses all the time. Anywhere I can anywhere I can find one, I cut it. And I would cut this cable so many times. I've been so pissed off. And she's like, "I'm taking this away from you. You 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 can't be trusted with this. I'm paying this bill." She has the login. She has the password. She has all of it. The last time I wanted to cut it was when I was like, I'd like to be able to watch this football game. The rare occasion my kids are at home Sunday at like four o'clock or whatever. They wanted to watch some Teletubby bull crap. I don't know, or YouTube video where some guy goes, let's go 7,000 times. Right. So like, I'll just go into this room and I'll watch it. I couldn't watch it. It was infuriating. Understood. Then all the cable went away. I just, I'm asking you, why would you be so selfish to put me through that? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> why would you be that I- self-centered that you think, Danny deserves that. In this hypothetical, and this is kind of my point, honestly. And again, I'm not saying I would have ever done that, okay? Because I think that that's wrong, and I think everyone should pay for their own cable. Mm. Uh, In this hypothetical, though, I guess what I'm saying is we're coming from two different places where I would, I have many, many times. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, I want to watch this show. Oh, cool. Use my credentials. Here it is. Or or not even for whatever, you know, but just in general, like, hey, uh, can I borrow your car for two days? Yeah, man. Ah, uh, my bad. I, I bumped into a tree. No worries. Okay. Like that's kind of. <laughs> we had this great conversation years ago about I a feel pen. Like asking you the same question would go very different. Well, remember, remember the pen where you're like, I will literally never ask for the pen back. Was it you? 
Was it your pen? No, but it was like we had an exchange about like, I'd be like, hey, man, like at oh, some point, I could yes, I have my yes, pen yes. back at some point? Like, I'm, no rush. Yeah. But you were like, I would literally never once bring it up. That's a great if I, example. If I handed someone a pen to you, that pen is gone. Correct. To me, like, I would hope it comes back to me at some point. Same with money, mm. by the way. If 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 I uh, get someone lunch, the, the idea that I would ever ask for money again mm-hmm. is especially like 15 bucks, 10 bucks, 8 bucks. In a million years, I wouldn't do that. For just just a couple of pals, it'll come back around probably eventually. The idea of like uh, last Wednesday, I think I got you uh, Kava. Like I, I just can't believe that. Yeah, I, I think I did send you a Venmo reminder. You a couple always send me Venmo reminders. I do reminders. One, yeah. Like five minutes after we eat, yep. which I find hilarious, but not joning. Like yep. I mean, I, I was joning a little, but I wasn't going to bring that up. But it's all part of it. Yeah. Like this is my point. Because I, I, you, I, you will never get a Venmo reminder for me. I'm not saying I'm like better. I'm just saying we're no, two just different, different people. I can't handle owing people money, right? So that, that's my anxiety is almost secondhand in that way. Does that make sense? Like because I owe you money right now, and I it's freaking me out. I wouldn't know it. I do, but I, I owe, owe you money. You. No, I do. It's for uh, for uh, the Florida thing that we're undertaking. I owe you money. Okay. It's freaking me out that I owe you money. I'm, I'm going to pay it as soon as I possibly can. I, I, I have not but thought of it for one second. I know, and, you, and that's an attribute that you have over me. You're, you're better at that than I am. It drives me crazy both to owe and be owed money. I, I need it all resolved. I don't want you to have any anxiety about it. It's too late. If you never pay me that money, I'm it will change you. nothing about our relationship. And I'll never think about it again, probably. You, I mean, you... It's a few hundred bucks, but I owe you some money. And that one I might think about. Yeah, no, you think about that one. I don't think I, I honestly, and I'm not like it sounds like I'm pretending to be like awesome. I, I, if, it doesn't. I, no, it's I'm true. Not it's not this act. is like great. You are unbothered. I, I'm just saying, we. I have so many other things to care about. Mm-hmm. If I get to a point where I I can't pay bills or the kids need some money or something, you might hear from me, and I might <laughs> go, right. "Hey, Danny, can I get a couple hundred bucks? Don't ask any questions, but I'll I'll hit you back." And you would say no. And then and then what? So then and I would go. Not, that I'm kidding about. But it is just very different. So just know. We're going to hurt some people. If you ever want to watch Hard Knocks because you're obsessed with Mike McDaniel. Uh-huh. And you cut DirecTV halfway through the season and you lose your access. I would allow you to watch Hard Knocks. That's what I would do for you. Uh, first, very nice of you. I, don't, I keep telling you this. I don't have Max. I don't have it. You, you do, though. I don't. Mm. It's a separate You've made it subscription. very clear you have HBO. I have HBO. I can watch HBO on my can, television. Can you admit that you don't know some of the things that you have because you're not sure how it all works? I'm sure that's correct. <laughs> but I said no to Max, which is okay. separate. That's for watching it on your phone and watching it on your laptop it. and your and your iPad and your what have you. I have HBO. I get I do the on-demand on right. HBO through through that. So in other words, like I, I wasn't sure I was going to be able to watch all the True Detectives of the latest season live. So I recorded them. I do that with my with my cable company. That's not an HBO thing. See what I'm saying? I don't have Max. As far as you know. Neither do the Nationals. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, all right, let's get to Raph Velkiano. Covers the NFC East for Fox Sports. We had him on. He was reporting over the weekend that the Commanders should try to trade Sam Howell, and he thinks they could get good value for him, and didn't make a lot of sense, so we wanted to try to get to the bottom of it. So here he was just a bit ago on G&D. When you've got a rookie quarterback, you bring in a veteran who's done it before for years, who can not only be the guy that can step in for a few games um, and you know take over if the rookie struggles, but also be a mentor to him. Uh, you don't want a guy who is young enough where he's still sort of fighting for his career, a guy who's young enough where, I mean, Sam Howell is still trying to figure things out, right? He's only started 18 games. He does still, well, it's not, he's not going to be experiencing a lot of growing pains. He's still learning. Um, I would prefer a Jacoby Brissett, 
who's done it, who understands, you know, his place in the NFL now is probably mostly as a back. He's happy to play, but he gets it. He's there to support the the young kid in front of him. So that's what I would want and why, you know, and that, if you do that, then Sam Howell's your third stringer, and that's just a waste to me. Um, I, I don't know if, you know, maybe Adam Peters would be comfortable with Sam Howell as a backup, but um, that's a tough spot for anybody who wants to play, who's really who thinks they deserve to play and is really – still fighting for that chance in the NFL. It's a bit of a minefield to put that behind a rookie who's going to need to play because he's the number two pick in the draft. All right, so I want to get into this idea with you in a minute, Danny, that the backup to the number two overall pick should be a veteran who's been around for a long time, not a guy in his second year as a player uh, on the field like Sam Howell is going to be. So we should get into that. He also talked about, uh, as we got deeper into the conversation, what they could possibly get back and – Know that he thinks that Sam Howell is going to be traded. It's not just that he's heard from a couple sources that they could move him. He actually thinks it's going to happen. I think they're going to move him. I think that they, especially if they take a quarterback at number two, I think that they're going to find takers for Sam Howell and they'll move him and they'll bring in, you know, they'll re-sign Jacoby Brissett. They'll sign another veteran. I think that's the smart way to go. It's what the way most teams go. Um, you know, obviously they're so new right now. I don't know that they've formulated a complete plan and exactly what they're doing. Um, you know, but again, I, I don't think they would give him away if, the, if for some reason the best offer they get is a sixth or seventh round pick, then you keep the asset. You know, then if your rookie gets hurt, maybe you play him. Maybe a quarterback on some other team gets hurt in training camp and suddenly Sam Howell's uh, value is even more because teams start to get desperate and they want somebody with some starting experience. So thinks it's going to happen, Danny suggested the Jets. I'm surprised by that. Some other teams where, you know, he thinks they need an upgrade to mm-hmm. a backup that are contenders in case something happens with their starter. And in the Jets' case, obviously, Rodgers is 40 and coming off of an Achilles. So what would you make of the combo? So that's the most surprising part is his confidence that this actually does happen, that he moves. I, I just, I don't, so if, if you accept the premise that Sam Howell could fetch a third rounder, then I'm with you. Then I do think it happens. I just don't see that as realistic. And again, I, I'm surprised Every year and every time there's a trade in the NFL by what somebody either fetches or doesn't, I'm always stunned by the trade market. I I am terrible at a lot of things. That may be the thing I'm worst at is predicting what someone's going to get in in trade. But if that happens, I think a third a third rounder, then yeah, I do see the likelihood, and that's kind of what where Ralph is coming from that somebody is interested uh, to that degree, right? That they would part with a third round pick, mid late whatever it is, to go grab Sam Howell. Then I do see him on the move. I I just don't think that's likely. I think he's here next year and beyond. My favorite part of the conversation that really got me thinking was the notion that if you're drafting a QB at two, you need to pair them with a veteran. And I guess my question is, did they do that already with Blau, the quarterback's coach? Not that he played a lot or has had a ton of success, but he is a traditional like third string, longtime veteran who can answer any question a kid has in that QB room. Is that enough? Or would you rather doesn't matter if it's Drake May or Jaden Daniels. Whatever your dream scenario is at number two, that backup to that player be a more established, longtime veteran quarterback. Let's get into that next. We'll open up the MGM National Harbor listener lines at 800-636-1067. That's 800-636-1067. By the way, on Twitter, I just got this question from Cobra Commander. Mm. They said, ask Danny. Would he be more likely to share cable credentials, French fries, enjoy an evening at a puppy bowl? 
You've got to pick one of the three. He also provided D. Read that one. None of the above. That is correct. Yeah, but that's not an option. Mm. That's a, he was just giving you an easy answer there. It would probably be share cable credentials. Okay. Sharing fries is wrong. I'll buy your own. Um, and I'm not going to the puppy. The bowl. pen thing that you brought up is perfect. That, that's, that's the that dichotomy. That is at its core. Yeah. If you let Ryan borrow a pen... You're asking for the pen back a few minutes later. No, 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 not even that. Not, I'd, I'd ask. I'd hope that the pen comes back to me at some point. Agreed. I might ask days later, right. hours later. It would, I'd like it back I, for I you. That, that when the, that pen leaves your hand, it's gone. Also, though, the guy that asks about a pen that he let you borrow days earlier, non-criminal division, one of the worst people we have. There you go. Of course, I don't have your pen today. I've changed clothes. I've showered. It wasn't with me. Uh-huh. No, I don't have your pen anymore. What a foolish ask. I'll go buy you 8,000 of them and drop them on your desk tomorrow. I would love that. Frank, never ask me that again. What a dumb <laughs> question. But you're right. Like that, that is the, the pen is because uh-huh. I use that as my example of in a, can you imagine? Have some shame. It's a pen, man. Mm-hmm. It is. What, what more important? Your dignity and then keeping a little <laughs> bit dignity. of shame or getting that stupid pen back, that useless well, pen. It's probably because I don't have a pen anymore. Like, I don't have anything to write with. Go borrow someone else's. Go find a pen. But now I got to be on the hunt for it? I, I don't know. It's a lot. Let's talk Sam Howe next on G&D. They're never going to say rebuild because everybody hates that word, and it always looks like, oh no, we're starting over, and it's going to take five years or whatever. But you know, you and I know, and everybody listening knows, they're rebuilding. You know, they they've got what is it now with this cap raise, eighty something million dollars in mm-hmm. cap room, a high pick. They're going to start over with a rookie quarterback. They're not looking at let's make the playoffs now or let's just fine tune this. This is by the time they're back in the postseason, it is going to be a completely different looking team and. Whatever you, whatever R word you want to use for that is fine with me, but we, we know it's a rebuild. Ralph Vecchiano of Fox Sports has heard earlier today on Grant and Danny. Get this. He thinks the commanders could get a third-round pick for Sam Howe. I don't, for the record. But he's got someone who told him in football that he thinks that's what Howe's value could be. We asked him about that. One of the people who told me that maybe they could get a third-round pick from him pointed out that I think the the 49ers, when they traded Trey Lance to the Dallas Cowboys, they got a fourth-round pick. Now, Trey Lance was a first-round pick when he was selected, but you know who do you think right now is the better quarterback? I mean, it, Trey Lance has not shown anything, obviously. He's had injury issues. Sam Howell's played for a year. He's shown he can win a little bit. He's shown he's tough. Um, you know, I, I would, and this person said, I, you know, I think Sam Howell right now is the guy you would be more comfortable with, so... If the 49ers got a fourth rounder for Lance, why can't the Commanders get a third rounder for Sam Howell? Is the Lance comp working for you? Is that relevant? It It is to a degree. Like a guy that doesn't have a lot of great deposits in the bank. I know it's a different pedigree. Like, a.k.a. a guy that you traded the moon forward or trying to recoup something with a first round uh, grade on him. But inexperienced young quarterback with some upside who doesn't have a lot of deposits in the bank fetches fourth rounder. That's not crazy to me. So I, I get, I understand it's not apples to apples. There are very few situations where fifth round guy thrust into the action starts, starts all 17 games, does some good, a lot of bad. And now a new regime is here. 
there, there aren't a ton of data points and samples for that if you're looking for a precedent. Look, I would trade Sam Howell for a third. I would even probably trade him. I'd have to think long and hard about it. But I would probably trade him for an early fourth if it was a really early fourth. Because now you're talking about being just quick math in my head, you know, in the early 100s, so to speak, right? And you're adding what would be maybe a seventh pick in the top 110. If you're Washington, that's just from a maneuverability standpoint, kind of moving around the board. Um, if I had, like, pick 105, 107, and then I have 236, 40, 67, 101, 103, 107 in a, in a Howell deal, and I'm signing a veteran backup to go with my number two overall pick anyway, that looks pretty juicy. Because if I'm right about Adam Peters and Lance Newmark in this staff, they should be able to find some starters in the fourth round. You would I think, think in this right? class, you could get your wide receiver three this year in the fourth round. I think you could get your speedy running back who plays a lot, catches the ball out of the backfield, helps Robinson and Rodriguez there. I think you can get an offensive lineman. Maybe that, uh, I don't think a starter this year, but maybe that starts playing on the interior by next year, pushes someone by the end of this season, uh, if you guess right there. I think you could definitely get a contributor on the D-line, maybe at defensive end or at linebacker or in the secondary in the fourth round who plays a lot of special teams. Anything later than that, I wouldn't consider it at all. But I think the best topic out of that conversation is, it's my belief Sam Howell could be a really good backup. I think based on what I saw, 21 touchdowns, 21 picks, we focused a lot in the second half of the season on his shortcomings, on his issues, on the areas where he came up short. Mm -hmm. That's because we were evaluating him to see if he was the guy. Every discussion we had, every argument anyone got into about him, the backdrop was, is Sam Howell the guy, yes or no? It's a completely different conversation if we're talking about him as the QB2. I saw plenty that I'm interested in for him to be that change of pace yep. off the bench in a pinch. Make somebody a couple hero down. ball plays, Hell scramble yeah. around. Yeah, I think he could be really, really good at that, and he costs nothing. It, it, he is one of the cheaper quarterbacks in the National Football League. He was barely inside the top 50 in quarterback earnings last season, and that's not going to change a whole lot because there's no exercising a fifth-year option coming for him as a non-first-round player. Two years left at no money, then you pay him almost nothing. But the, the question we need to circle back to is, is Vacchiano correct when he says this team, Washington, should be adding a backup who is 30-something and who's played a lot that can help Mayor Daniels. That should be their plan at backup quarterback, not Sam Howell or somebody like him. It's what I would do. And I understand saying, well, you've already got this thing in building. It's already pretty it's it's a fairly unique situation, right? But to me, when I think backup, I'm thinking Josh Dobbs, photographic memory, rocket scientist. I mean, literally, that's what he was on his way to do before he got had to do a pit stop in the NFL. I want someone that's so smart that's been through the ringer that can be that true, honest-to-goodness veteran to convey and, and simplify concepts and help study habits and all those sorts of things to help this guy make the transition from being a college superstar to a neophyte rookie quarterback with tremendous upside. I want a veteran. I want a guy that has done this before. Sam Howell is still doing it. Sam Howell is still in the middle of his own sort of renaissance, figuring out who he is in the NFL, trying to establish himself. Am I a starter? Am I a Billy the backup? Am I you know kind of that 1A for somebody, right, where I, I'm in that – 
Mitch Trubisky ten million dollar tier in, in a couple of years, or am I down in the in the Blaine Gabbert tier? What am I going to be? That's not mentorship to me. That's still fighting for my survival in the deep end. What about having that guy and also having your your upside project? I mean, that, that's something we've talked about in the past. I know mm-hmm. you're not a huge proponent of the third quarterback necessarily, right. but there is logic to you know. Sometimes it's Jake Fromm on your practice squad. A lot of teams use the P squad to stash like a project quarterback like that. But what if it was a guy that was just way advanced in Hal's case, who's on your active 53 because otherwise he'd be claimed, who's played, and yeah, there was a lot of bad, probably so much so that you're drafting a QB because he's a backup, but you still really like him. So you've got your veteran, mm-hmm. who, and it does, I don't care who's second and who's third on the depth chart, by the way. If, uh, if you sign Colt McCoy, as your third-string quarterback, and he's basically a QB's coach who's sitting in your room answering questions, just like David Blau, but he's on the roster. Mm-hmm. And you've got Howell as well. It, isn't that the perfect room? Like, you can have your cake and eat it, too. You can have Howell, and you can have that quarterback. I guess at that point, it just comes down to, is the pick more valuable than the player? And when is the line of demarcation? Yeah, I mean, for me, the pick is more valuable than a guy that's not going to play. Like, I, I understand your point, and it would be nice in a, in, a, in, a, in a world where there aren't salary cap limitations or roster limitations. I need that that spot that's going to go to a third quarterback that's never going to play. I need that for a linebacker, for a, a safety, for a lineman. I need that what active if he's one your game number two? That's what I'm not interested in. You know what I mean? I, I want the veteran for that. Okay, so there's no path to... I'm just trying to think. No, I I, I understand exactly. I know what you're trying to get at. Blaine Gabbard is your three. Sam Howell is your two. No interest in something like that. Eh, Some. I I like the idea of having a veteran for cheap there for to help that. Sam is off. You know, five for Sam. Yeah, then I'll probably then I'll probably go with that room. But to me, I'm just like a guy that's not. I keep saying the same thing. I know I'm annoying. The guy that's never going to play for me. I'm not but, interested in. Yeah, the, and I'm, I, I guess, equally being annoying and, and asking questions over and over. But how do we, you have no idea? The point is, you have no idea if he's going to play for you. And that's why I'm drilling down on two versus three. Mm-hmm. If he's your backup, he might play a bunch. I just went through the numbers last hour with you. I mean, there were eight quarterbacks in the entire NFL last year that played 95% of the snaps. So that, that's kind of what I mean by mm-hmm. like, it sounds like you really do, like I do, value the idea of the veteran QB that can answer questions in the room. Yeah, I'm in, I'm very much more into that than, well, what if my starter gets hurt this amount of time or whatever? Over the next couple of years, I the only thing that matters to me is what the rookie quarterback's doing. Do you agree that Sam Howell has potential to be better than he was last year? Sure. Like, what is his upside? Because I think he could be a, a Gardner Minshew. Yeah, he's, he's a Gardner Minshew type. You don't want that guy so that when your Anthony Richardson goes down, you can be playing for the playoffs in week 18? I'd, I'd, I'd like Gardner Minshew. He'll be 28 this coming year. You know what I mean? Instead of Sam Howell, who's not Gardner Minshew yet. It costs you three times as much. When my team is good, then I'll do that. Okay. But right now, the only thing that's relevant to me is the rookie quarterback. Howell's not going to play for me. So you almost don't care about the pick, I'd say, as much. Right. To me, a fifth rounder is a waste of time. Now, I'll just I'll just keep the guy. But I got a, if I get a fourth rounder, instantly I'm doing that deal. Instantly. Threshold for me is a little bit higher. I I just see a little more value in keeping a guy around. I've spent resources on. Yeah. Time and energy. Mm-hmm. On. And I think there is a path to him being a long-term backup, which I, I that is not a nothing burger to me. I get you. Like, you're looking at it and going, 
It's how I view fantasy football quarterback, by the way. I never have a second quarterback on my roster, ever. I'll pick someone up. I'll stream them. I'm not wasting a roster spot. Give me a running back or, or a receiver. I also draft quarterbacks late unless it's a six-point passing touchdown league. Because my point is, I can't play two of them. Right. But in reality, in real football, any play, he could be on the field. Now, if you're saying he's your third stringer, that changes the entire algorithm, right? Because right. then, to your point, he, he really he is. He might as well just, be Nate Sudfeld. He, he is a project. And I'd rather have a three than a project. Rather have a four than a project. But if, if honestly, if he's my third stringer, I'd rather have a five, maybe, too. Mm. And I'm not even the one that wants to deal him. Mike's in Gaithersburg. What's up? Mike, you're on Grant and Danny. What's going on? Mike. Seriously? Really? You call up and say that That's... on this show? Wow. I don't know that I would have said that. That There's pull that audio, please. Ooh. We've never had a caller say something like that. That is half past crazy. That is good. For, I mean, listen, you put there are one, women and children listening. Yeah, you sir. put your pants on one leg at a time, and then you say that. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. You guys want to hop in on the fan? Taking you up to six thirty. The combine getting started today. We'll discuss the decisions of Jaden Daniels not to throw, Caleb Williams not to throw, and one of the stars in the class who said, "I'm not going at all." This is the fan. He's Danny. I'm Grant. This is the fan. Welcome back and thank you for making the show part of your day. Brady House had a two-run knock with the bases loaded today. The kids at Nats spring training are the, playing well. The kids, buddy, you, you get you, there's a little bit of a you squint a little bit. You look towards that future. It's a little house, a little hassle, a little wood, you know? Keep those bats warm for when the guys get there this weekend. I just don't want them to waste all their hits now. I want to see some production from the young Nats. Tell them to store a couple for the weekend. We're going to be there. Sunday we'll be watching them play in West Palm. Cannot come soon enough. Can't wait to get out into the sun. The question for you guys, you heard from Ralph Acchiano of Fox Sports earlier today, thinks the commanders could get a third for Sam Howell. If that's true, they'll trade him. I just don't think it is. That seems crazy to me. Would you be making calls or interested in that? Or do you view him as an asset they need to hang on to moving forward? Let's go to Dave in Rockville. How are you, Dave? Hey, I'm great. Great to be on with you guys. Thanks for having me. I, I, I think Sam Howell is, I mean, I'm glad we're going to draft a quarterback. I'm glad that he's not going to be the starter anymore. But I think he's really high value. I think they should get a third-round pick for him. I think most importantly, we did see, I mean, we saw a lot of bad, uh, obviously, all the, the whole second half of the season. However, look at how many quarterbacks went down last year. I mean, you had Aiden O'Connell and Easton Stick starting a ton of games. Too many games. Sam Howell is way better than those guys. I think he absolutely gets a third. And lastly, I mean, even, even with all the bad, we did see that he was a competent, capable, at least backup worthy by that by that good work that he did put forward, I think. So I, I think they should get a third. I think I think he's really high value. I'm not sure that it, you know it's irrefutable or just like unequivocal that he's better than the guys that you named. 
I get the point. Certainly in Easton Sticks case, for sure. Aiden O'Connell was kind of Sam Howell-ish at times, like similar. Sure. But having said that, debating the merits there isn't really the point of the call. I think he's on to something. I gave these numbers earlier, but from 2012 through 2018, on average, right around 16-plus quarterbacks spent 95% of the snaps for their team on the field over the full season. 16-plus. This past season, eight quarterbacks did it. Since the 17-game season was instituted, 2021, 11 QBs pulled it off. 2022, just 10. 2023, just eight. There was never a single season from 2012 through 2020 where 11 or fewer quarterbacks played 95% of snaps. So we have seen since the season extended, it's very obvious what's happening. Quarterbacks are not staying healthy to the same extent. It's just not happening. So the, the backup quarterback, without a doubt, is more important than it used to be. And if you think Sam Howell's decent, which I think Washington does, then it just takes more to trade for him yep. than it would have five, seven, eight years ago. John's in McLean. What's up, John? Hey, good evening. Um, I'm in the camp of keep Sam Howell. I don't think we've seen his ceiling yet. Um, and he's basically on rookie money. And we're going to get another quarterback on rookie money. And Sam had decent uh, chemistry with the receivers. Um, and as far as this thing about the backup, veteran backup, I've never, they always say nice things about their backups. But I've never heard a quarterback say, my backup made me who I am. It's the coach that coaches up the quarterback. And it's great to have a nice veteran backup. But I think Sam will show a lot of that. Appreciate you, dude. The, the, we haven't seen a ceiling yet. You're probably right about that. But that's what everybody's doing. That's what every guys that are paid professionally to do it, a.k.a. a scout or a general manager or otherwise. You're judging what you've seen and then projecting the ceiling. My projection is I'm not really that concerned about this anymore. With all due respect to the kid. I mean, who knows? He could, he could go somewhere else and ball out and turn into a pro bowler and it'll be egg on my face. But I feel like I've seen enough to know this is not that superstar that's going to change everything here. He's fine. I can find fine. He mentioned the financial element. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't think that's nothing. I know I brought this up no, it's significant. earlier, but just working off last year's number for Jacoby Brissett, Jacoby Brissett last season was an eight and a half million dollar hit against Washington's cap. Eight and a half mil. That's kind of like now, I don't know if it's high end, but what a veteran quality starter who might have to play for you at some point is going to get, right? Sam Howell, not this season, but next season in the final year of his deal, his cap number will barely be over $1 million. So if you're penciling in, I'm just going to say with the cap going up, like $10 million for the type of backup you're talking about, mm-hmm. who is like, Mr. I've played, I was there, Uncle Rico can throw the ball over that <laughs> mountain, I'm 33, whatever. That's maybe a $9 million difference in cap space. That's significant. Between Sam Howell and that guy. That's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. You know, like the beauty of the rookie contract is Drake May or Jaden Daniels until the final year when they get the fifth year extension, maybe even the fourth year of their deal. They're not really making good money. They're making kind of backup ish money anyway. So, like the combination of the rookie and the veteran, it's still 15, 18, $20 million. Yeah, it's still less than a third of what these guys are going to be making. Sure. Yeah. The elites. But you know what would be even nicer is if it's eight or nine million. Yeah. I mean, if you're paying. If your backup is the the forty fourth highest paid quarterback in the league in three years, as opposed to someone making nine or ten million against your cap, that's a big help, for sure. And 
as the guy starts to proceed through his career and is going to start making, you know, that 40, 50, whatever, who knows what it's going to be in five, six years, 60 million bucks, you need to cut costs wherever you can. So if you can find that super cheap, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, needle through the th- or threaded needle right there where you have a, a guy that is now a veteran who has been through it, doesn't cost you very much, you jump at that chance. I think that's certainly an ideal scenario, but that feels far away from me. But it sounds like just to put a bow on this. We're in lockstep that even though Vacchiano's got a source telling him he thinks Washington can get a three, that offer's not coming. I just don't think that's coming. Find me a team. Who would offer a three? Like, he said the Jets make sense for him for Sam Howe. There's no way the Jets would offer a third-round pick. The current iteration of the Jets so that he could sit behind Rodgers, learn for a year, and then maybe take over for him in a season or two? No way. If you're offering a third, it's for him to start. I mean, the Rams are, you know, with Matt Stafford towards the end of his career at 19. But but, but he's not playing this year. Right. Am I, am I wrong in no, saying I if just, he's getting, if you're giving up a three, he's starting for you this year? You would hope, or you'd think, right, or, or at least to make competing. that move. Right, right, right. G&D on the fan, the combine underway. Let's talk about the kid QBs next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.